Welcome to Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. Over the last few weeks, I've really enjoyed getting to know some other um, business owners and hearing about their journey, how they left corporate and started their own business and um, what they enjoy about um, owning their own business and what they find challenging. But then it occurred to me, I don't think I've ever told you my story. So this week, I'm going to be giving you my story of how I escaped corporate to start my business and kind of what I most enjoy and find most challenging. So let's begin. Oh, we're going to go way back. Um, when I was in corporate, I was an actuary. If you're not sure what that is, just, just Google it. Um, it's quite hard to explain, so I'll leave it to Google to explain it. So yes, I wanted to be an actuary from when I was at school, which is quite unusual you know, at school to actually know what you want to do. And the reason I wanted to do this was my father was an actuary. Um, it's quite a mathematical subject and I was good at maths and I knew it paid well. So that was it. My whole kind of exams, everything was focused on becoming an actuary. And that's what I went off and did. And I was so focused on it, I didn't go off to university, which is quite unusual for that career. Usually you'd go off and do a maths or a a kind of a science-based degree first. So I went straight into work. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did the exams as um, like any kind of profession, there there is a certain number of exams you need to do and pass those. And what I found was once I passed the exams, you get given people to manage, you get um, teams to manage, people to mentor. And I really loved this. And I kind of, as I went through my career, every time I kind of changed jobs, even if I went to a, a job where I didn't have a team, I seemed to always end up with a team. And I always loved kind of um, seeing people kind of come into their careers and develop and then move on to other career, um, jobs and develop further. And I still kind of keep a little eye on the students that I first knew and see how well they're doing now. So this kind of went on for a few years and I I was enjoying being an actuary and slowly I was kind of getting bigger and bigger teams and it got to a point where I actually thought, do I really want to do this? And I started looking into other things and one of the things I looked into was being a counsellor and I did actually start the training for it. I did a year's training, but it got to the point where to, to kind of go to the next level, I had to probably go part-time in my job at least or maybe give it up and do full-time in training to be kind of a psychotherapist stroke counsellor and I wasn't quite ready at the time to do that it wasn't the right stage in my career I still didn't want to kind of let go of being an actuary so I didn't Um, I went on and I I actually after that I, I had my daughter and kind of life kind of got in the way and I kind of I wouldn't say put my career on hold but it wasn't kind of the forefront of what what I wanted to do I, I was doing uh, the the jobs that I took were because of convenience or um, being able to kind of fit my family life around them which is is what a lot of us do and over time I started changing jobs quite a bit I um, had one particular job where I thought it was going to be the perfect one for me it had a lot of people management involved in it which I really enjoyed but it didn't turn out that way it was quite a toxic environment and it it <laughs> 
hurt me in a lot of ways and it took me a while to get over. So the when I kind of left that and I went for my next job, I really spent some time to think, well, what do I actually want? What do I want out of a job? I did a lot of work on things I enjoy doing, the things I don't enjoy, which is just as important as the things you do enjoy doing. Before I kind of come, actually, I found a role. I thought, no, this is going to be it. This is going to be perfect. But it still wasn't quite satisfying. And that's when lockdown hit. And like a lot of people, uh, I began to kind of question whether this was really for me. Now, I nearly kind of 15 years before had gone through this loop and realized that I like doing things with people. I like helping people. And I did a piece of work on kind of purpose and kind of challenged what I actually really wanted to do. And that's when I discovered coaching. And I looked at it and I thought, no, this will actually kind of fulfill all my needs. The the need that I like to be able to help people. I can use my experience that I have built over kind of over 30 years of managing teams and developing people. But then I could also kind of develop my coaching skills by going to get a qualification. And having a qualification for me was really important. Uh, being an actuary, you, you go through a, a, a number of exams um, to get kind of be qualified as an actuary. And again, when I wanted to be a coach, I wanted to have that kind of, I wouldn't say certificate, but that, that kind of rubber stamp that says, yes, she can do this. And that's why I made sure I applied for a course that gave me the um, foundations to be able to get accredited with the International Coaching Federation. So I did this and this was probably in the July that I started doing the of 2021 when I started looking at what my purpose was. Um, I found a course that I wanted to do, signed up for it and it was due to start at the end of September and the moment it started I realised my mind was out the door. I, I could no longer concentrate on my actuarial job and my mind was all going into kind of the well how do I start my company how am I going to find clients all the things that kind of new business owners go through so it was at that point I decided that I was actually going to resign my job I was a very fortunate position that over kind of the number of years that I'd worked I'd managed to kind of save quite a, a buffer so I could afford to actually resign my job which I did um, I left at the end of the December and start my business on the 1st of January now during the kind of the 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 three months of my resignation um, notice period, I started my business, I started to kind of get clients coming through and I was doing my training. I finished my training in kind of the April and became kind of qualified in the June. So I was building the company all the while I was actually getting this, um, getting my qualification. And that's it now. I'm you know, I'm the rebellious coach. I really enjoy kind of helping people. And what I realized was initially I was looking at kind of career coaching and looking in my old industry, kind of the actuaries and the financial services. And the more and more I spoke to people, and the more and more I found that actually there was other people out there like me who felt there was kind of more to life than working for a corporate um, it didn't quite agree with their values anymore or they just felt that you know they had more to give or they'd always dreamed of having their own business and that's when I decided actually no I need to help these people I understand kind of the actual world and I understand the kind of the process that people are kind of going through with that that kind of wanting to leave but kind of being kind of pulled back in some way oh I can't because I've you know I'd don't have the confidence to do it or it's too risky or um, I won't get the, the same level of money coming in all those kind of fears which I'd kind of gone through myself I could then help other people overcome 
So now I help other rat trees uh, rebel against corporate life and escape the rat race to start their own business and have that life of flexibility and freedom that they've always wanted. So what do I enjoy most about my business, running my own business? Well, obviously I, I really enjoy kind of helping my clients and that is kind of the forefront of what I do. But as a business owner, what I enjoy most is having control having control over the hours that I work, the days that I work, how much I work. So if I want to have other, there's other things going on, let's say school holidays, I may scale back my hours. Whereas during kind of the term time, um, or if I have a particular product that I'm selling, or I'm trying to kind of advertise a little bit more, I'll put some more hours in to kind of get that out there. So I really kind of enjoy having that control, but also flexibility. I'm also not, um, affected any more about kind of the the toxicity that sometimes you can get within corporate companies where the their values don't align with your own you're not having to kind of pretend oh this is the best place to work when actually you don't really enjoy it now I'm not going to say that being a business owner is all kind of rosy and um, there aren't any challenges there certainly are and I think the biggest challenge that I've had is really knowing what to kind of concentrate on. There is so much information out there and so much that you can do as a business owner. I mean, you could spend your whole day doing work free workshops and trainings to become better at social media or better at uh, writing um, books or better at doing a course or um, learning how to kind of monetize your business or selling things online there is there is so much out there and I call it kind of shiny object syndrome and you kind of see things pop up and you think yeah yeah that'd be fantastic and then you realize actually you spent all your day looking at these shiny objects and you're not actually spent any time working on your business so I think it's really hard sometimes to be able to say no to these things and to actually say, okay, there is certain things that are good now. Um, and I think the piece of advice I would give to people is have a look at what you're doing at that time. Let's say you're trying to build up your social media presence and you're struggling a little bit with knowing uh, what to post each day. Then go maybe go and have a look for a training course on that. But don't do it unless you actually have a need for it. And that way you'll be able to control your time more because the whole one of the reasons for kind of being a kind of a, your own business owner is to have that control over your time. And if you're getting sucked into kind of doing all of these different things, you're going to lose that control and not have enough time to actually um, see your clients or develop your products, whatever it might be that you're doing. So you just have to be that little bit kind of careful. And sometimes you can have that little fear of missing out. And believe me, you're not. You won't have missed out on something. If it's right for you, if that particular training is right for you, you'll kind of you, you'll know and you'll make that time for it. So what's the one piece of advice I would give you if I was traveling back in time to when I started my business? My piece of advice would be just go for it. And this is something that the trap that I fell into, which was trying to get everything perfect before I went out and I kind of spoke to clients and tried to kind of get people into my business. So I wanted to get my website up and running. I wanted my business cards. I wanted to have my social media plan out there. And these are all things that will come in time, but don't need to be there on day one. The main thing you want to do is be going out and telling people about what you're doing and why you're doing it and offering the services or product that you've got 
And by doing that, you're going to get kind of get your own little bars and then you'll get a little bit of money kind of coming into the business. And then you might be able to say, actually, now's the time to actually a website. I'll get someone else to do it because you've got a little bit of money coming in rather than maybe doing it yourself initially. So it kind of gives you that flexibility. So the, the big thing I would have told myself is just go for it. You don't need everything perfect. So that's my story, kind of where I kind of came from, how I became a coach and kind of my advice to kind of new business owners. I'd like to take this opportunity, kind of if you're an actuary out there and you're thinking that you've always wanted to own your own business or you've just had enough of corporate life and you want to get back that control back into your life to be able to kind of do what you want when you want to and you have a business idea and it is it's something that you'd like to explore further. I have a new program called Actuary to Entrepreneur and this is specifically designed for you to take you from that initial spark of an idea of what you want to do or that initial spark of yes I want to be my own boss, I want to be a business owner but I'm not quite sure what to do yet all the way through to all the processes, all the kind of the, the mindset of um, overcoming the barriers of I couldn't do that, I won't earn money, people won't buy from me, it's too risky, to that kind of how you actually kind of develop an idea for a business, to kind of how you set up a business, and kind of giving you kind of continual support along the way for those moments when you kind of think, oh no, what have I done? All the way through to Karen having that business up and running and ready to kind of scale. So this program is designed specifically for you. And if you'd like to know more, then do kind of click on the link for to book a call that's in the show notes and we can have a chat and I will take you through kind of the whole kind of what it's all about. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next week on Escape the Rat Race. That's all for today's episode of Escape the Rat Race. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom, purpose and fulfilment. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. And if you have any questions, comments or feedback, feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.